What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome again to another edition of the Great Earth Podcast, or episode. I don't know why I said edition. Um, here, as always, with my good friend Austin. Austin, sir, how are you, and what is new in your world? Hired, did $8,000 in um, sales today at work. I had heard about that, actually. Um, I stopped by to see your your grandmother and your grandfather, and they said that you were extremely busy. So I was like, yeah, I, I remember you said something about having to work pretty late every day this week. Yep, doing about 11 to 12 hours <laughs> a day for the next two weeks. Shit. That's a lot of work. That's I mean, that's good money, though. Like, legit, that's good money. Yeah, and, and I just got a raise, so. Oh, dude, sick! Congrats. That's actually good news. Raises are always good. I'm still waiting on mine. That comes in January, though. That's what's making me like hold on, you know, because I'm fucking, I'm beat, man. I don't know why, but around this time, like, I get really just tired. It's crazy. You know? Exhausting. Yeah. It is, dude. It's fucking stressful. Like, the only thing I really care about is making sure these kids are happy and that they're seeing that magic of Christmas. Because when, when they see it, I can see it in their eyes again. Uh, you kind of see it as a child, basically, when you have children. Because when you get older, you stop caring so much about Christmas and shit. But <clears throat> when you have kids or, you know, nieces, nephews, you can kind of see that magical spark that you saw as a kid. So it's kind of nice, but it's just like, man, at what fucking cost? Like, did you see, we still haven't even... Go ahead. Yeah, did you see Amazon's in a bunch of trouble? No, there um, isn't what's-his-name stepping down? Well, not just that, but some dude, some, um, a bunch of Alexas, there are kids asking, like, can reindeer fly? And, and Alexa's like, no, because Santa's not real. See, that's fucked up. Like, you would think that they would know something like that. Santa's not real. That's fucked up, though. Like, okay, obviously, they're not wrong. Like, it's doing what it's supposed to do, but... There's this little boy, and he just runs up and goes, Alexa, can reindeer fly? And she goes, no, Santa's not real. And you see the dad in the back freaking do a 360 so (laughs) And sprint over, and the little boy goes, Santa's not real. And he goes, No, Alexa doesn't know what the hell she's talking about. <laughs> oh, dude, that would suck. Like, I mean, is, so it the, is it all the kid versions of Alexa or like the regular Alexas? Because there's two different ones now. I didn't know there were two different ones. Well, they made one for kids. It's like, say, it's more safety. Like, hazards like they can't like buy shit and search for certain things but if it's a regular one that kind of makes sense it's just my thing is is like i get where the dad would get upset and i get where people are mad at amazon but i'm also like here's the thing um you probably shouldn't teach your kid how to use it or you should set some sort of restriction on it because that thing can answer any question basically and dude i am fucking we have them obviously in the house i am terrified of them i'm just terrified of ai dude like but you know i'm glad you brought that up because i was sitting there thinking like are you talking about jeff bezos because i know that with the what's that bitch's name the 
child molester or the oh the Galen yeah so when that was going down all these CEOs and CFOs were stepping down and so you know everyone's posting about it and I read into it and I'm like okay yeah that seems a little sketch it's a little weird how they all just did this up at the same time or you know like right as this is going on so it's a little weird uh not a lot of proof so from what I've been told there's not a lot to support the idea that this has anything to do with her trial but again we live in a world of conspiracies and shit so it right. was interesting though i didn't know i didn't know that jeff bezos was stepping down so i read that and i was like why like why would you i mean he's kind I of in the dorsey's stepping down because the dude behind him some apparently some crazy like anti-free speech dude that shit is scary i read up on that dude they're like he's gonna be worse and I was like, oh, great. Like, it couldn't get any worse because it sucks now. But this guy is straight up like, no, we want to direct this into a certain direction. And that's, you know what? It's their company, whatever. That's why I'm not, like, trying to fight Facebook and shit. But it's scary in a sense. It's kind of like that's – I mean, okay, I'll give them credit. At least they're being open about it and not lying. But – that's kind of fucking scary. That's like spitting in a lot of your fans' faces because a lot of, you know, conservative, right-winger, whatever you want to call them, or middle, a lot of people use Twitter. So that's the equivalent of, like, Seth Rogen saying that his new show pisses off a bunch of white supremacists. Like, when you're trying to attack a crowd just to point in the direction of one crowd, it's it's a little weird, in my opinion, a little divisive, but... Again, it's their company. They could do what they want with it. I guess technically Twitter is not a public company, even though they went public. But being a private company, they can do whatever the hell they want. But I think that should freak people out a little bit. I know it doesn't for a lot of people because of the simple fact that not everybody wants people like me on there. So that's good for them. But when you're a sane person, you would think that that's a little bit shocking. Just a little right. bit. But man, speaking of fucking... AI and shit. I've gone on this really weird kick. Uh, I've gone on a Matrix kick. I've been watching the Matrix movies because the new one comes out in December. And uh, I saw the trailer for it a little while ago. I'm not really, like, hyped about it because it looks kind of cheesy, but I grew up off those movies, and I don't know if you've ever seen them, but I love them. You know, like, I've always liked every single one of them, so I'm just watching them again. But what I was thinking about is the simple fact that it feels like the world we live in right now is a matrix, in a sense. It feels like we're all in a simulation of some sort. You ever seen those fucking movies? Or I'm sure you've at least heard of them. You know what they're about? Yeah, I've seen them. Okay, yeah. So you get the general idea, you know, the idea being that humans are in these pods and that they're in a simulation where they're it's not real. The real world is not what they perceive, and it's just a computer-generated thing that they think they're going through. Which, by the way, i got to bring this up, because I don't know if anyone ever thought about this. I was sitting there watching this movie, right? I think it was the second one I was watching, and I just, like, had this moment of clarity. I was like, wait a minute. If you think your life sucks, just think about this. These people were working eight-hour shifts for 40 hours a week in a computer that they're already locked into. They're already they're already in prison, dude, and they're going to prison in this game. Like that's just the imagine, shittiest thing ever. <laughs> imagine being in prison in the Matrix. 
Right. Like they go to prison, but they're already fucking locked up. Like they don't know it, obviously. But just think about that. Like you wake up and he's like, damn, I was going to work for like ever. And I was fucking in prison. Like that's just the shittiest thing ever. And like not to mention, it would be a fucking nightmare if you woke up and that was the real reality. Honest to God, truth, dude, I would have rather have stayed asleep. I would have been like, you know what? Mm-mm. I'm not fighting this war. I'm not running from machines. I'm just going to go to sleep. But again, you wouldn't know that unless you took the red pill. But I would have been like, mm. I even asked my dad this. I texted him because he loves these movies. And I was like, hey, would you have taken the red pill or the blue pill? And he was like, honest truth, I would have taken the blue one. It's just easier. It's not like you would know any different because you wake up and it's all gone. So how the fuck would you know? But it's, you know, it got me thinking and I was like, man, this whole world is like a matrix. But yeah, I want to go see the new one just because I like those movies. But I saw the trailer and I was kind of like, eh, why is Doogie Howser in this? And where the fuck is Morpheus? And it's a different actor. So, you know, really the only thing that's going for it is Keanu Reeves. But I don't know. I just, I got me thinking seen, about that. Have you seen the episode of The Office where they do all that work to get, um, Dwight to think he's in the Matrix. Yeah, dude, that shit's funny. It's like borderline fucked up on his psyche. But and then they go and they here's the blue pill, the red pill. The blue pill, you'll stay here forever. The red pill, you'll you'll see the full reality. Because I want the blue pill, and everybody's all pissed off because he's not. <laughs> he's not like falling for that shit. He's like, mm, no. <laughs> I mean, like. Don't get me wrong, they're not good movies. I'll admit that. The first one is, though, arguably the first one's one of the greatest science fiction films ever made. Because you got to remember, it came out at a time where that type of CGI and shit didn't exist. That was a very expensive movie. Warner Brothers took a risk on it, and it's a movie that re- it released the full potential of computer-generated image and software that wasn't used before. The closest thing we got to that prior was Terminator 2. Again, another expensive movie. So really, it's just it's a movie that kind of gave birth to what we have now. And the story's amazing. There's never been a movie like that before. It was very weird, very different. If they had left it at that, that would have been great. But they didn't make the second. They made a third, and then they made all the animated shit. Like, I'm not trying to shit on it because I do like those movies, but none of them were good except for the first one. So, you know, they're they're not great movies. They're just... I guess they're like distorted ideas, and I'm not going to lie. I hold a little bit of disappointment in my heart because of the Wachowski brothers turning into sisters. I don't know if you ever heard that, but... (laughs) Yeah, the guys that made the fucking Matrix, dude, like a decade or so ago, came out as trans, and they had full-on sex changes, so now they're known as, like, Lana Wachowski and something else. But I'm still like, nah, they're brothers. They're not sisters. (laughs) I'm sorry. It makes me a little upset. I'm like, nah, that sucks. I can't. I'm not believing it. I like him though. I like. I love Hugo Weaving in those movies. Man, he's a badass. He's a great actor. I think the only movie I don't give a shit about him in is The Lord of the Rings. I don't know Lord of the Rings. Fucking. I don't even remember what I was saying. It was something about Hugo Weaving. But um, shit. Let's get right down to some important stuff that we should probably talk about. Did you hear about what's going on over in Germany? Uh, be a little bit more specific. 
So they're going to be implementing lockdowns for unvaccinated people. And specifically, oh, yeah. like, uh, yeah, like you can only have two people per household or something like that. And then I don't remember, like, what the resolution was, but I read somewhere. And I don't know how true this is because I had to look all over for this information and it was in every news outlet. But there's some news sites and shit that are reporting that those that have a bigger household than like two people or whatever. No, not two people. I'm sorry. I said that wrong. You can't have more than two people visiting or something like that. Supposedly though, if you have a household full of like an excessive amount of people, so say like you got like 10 people in your household in general, I had read at a couple different sites that they were creating camps for these people to go, which was kind of freaky. I was like, that didn't work out the first time. So the last time they were they were building camps for people to go to in Germany, it didn't end very well. Right. So that was scary to me. And the reason it freaks me out, though, is because every prediction I've made about this shit has come true along the way. I had said the masks aren't going away. That I had a feeling that was going to become like a new thing. And now it pretty much is because we're back to wearing fucking masks again. At least in Denver. Some places are following it. Like, up here in Jefferson, it's pretty lax, but there are, built like, places where, like, you need to wear a mask or you can't come in. So I just don't give them my business. Like, whatever, dude, I'm vaccinated. And they're like, that doesn't matter. You still need to wear a mask. And I'm like, well, then what the fuck is the point in the vaccination? Right. I'm, I'm mad that I even got freaking talked into that shit. Like, only to find out it's not a big deal. Although companies are going to be given the right to supposedly according to what biden wants companies are going to be given the right to force it my only thing is is how are they going to how are they going to pay for this shit because ours was saying oh we don't have to because the government says we have to make you do it but now if it's like oh we want you to do it and we're going to make you shouldn't they have to pay for certain stuff like the days off and stuff like that that's kind of what i figured according to Well, yeah, I mean, you would think that's how it's going to go, but I bet you the companies like the one I work for, really big companies, I bet you they'll find ways around that shit. Like, we know Walmart ain't paying for those people. <laughs> Walmart's very strict, too. Their size would, outside. The thing with Walmart is I think Walmart would because Walmart does the tests and the vaccines already. That's true. They'd be quick for them to go, hey, yeah, I'm on your lunch break. Go to the pharmacy. Exactly. Yo, Tony, come in here or 15 minutes early. Yo, Deal shot. That's pretty much how it's going to end up going. Because, yeah, my boss had already told me our the company we work for specifically is going to be is going to be going along with you need to be fully vaxxed. And but the crazy thing is, is there's places that are now considering um, if you don't have the third booster or whatever, you're not considered fully vaxxed. And I didn't know how true that was or not. I don't know if that's like across the board thing, but I know that when I went to um over the weekend, or on Thursday, I'm sorry, Chanel took me to go to a concert. It was Channel 93.3's um, Not So Silent Night, which I've always wanted to go to because they always have great lineups and shit. Well, anyway, that was one where you had to be vaxxed. Um, my fucking, according to my digital ID, it says I'm partially vaxxed. But I've had this shit twice. I don't know, like... If you have to have that booster shot to be considered fully vaxxed, that sounds a little yeah. ex- excessive. Dr. Fauci was saying that fully vaxxed is three shots. I'm not getting that third fucking shot, dude. Ever since I've had the two, I've been feeling really weird. Like, 
not like deathly sick, but ever since I've had both those vaccines, dude, almost every day since then, I've either been sick with a cold, I've had headaches, I've been nauseous, I've had stomach aches. I haven't had one fucking day where I feel decent. It could be the medicine I'm on, but I'm like, dude, that shit doesn't make sense because it doesn't dehydrate you. It's just an appetite suppressant. So, like, there's just something wrong. I don't feel right. And I'm not the only person. I've talked to so many people that are fully vaxxed or have had the booster and they don't feel normal. And I'm like, man, I just feel fucking sick. Like, I just feel weird all the time. But I'm not, there, like, conspiracy there or anything. I'm just saying it's fucking, it's odd. It, I don't want to get another cha- one. It's changing your DNA. You're becoming infertile. I'm going to end up having 5G. What if the people that don't get vaxxed end up, like, waking up one day and they are in the Matrix, dude? Like, they just wake up because they didn't have the medicine to keep them from waking up. Like, everyone that gets vaxxed goes deeper into, like, sleep. Yeah, that would be fucking crazy. That's why they want us all dead. (laughs) But no, seriously, in Germany, they're like... And it's not just Germany. It's other places in Europe. So, like, I posted a picture that I found that's completely factual, by the way. Like, people can fact-check me. It's real. Um, I can't remember the country it's in, but it is in Europe. There is a it's a picture of a woman and a man that are separated by a fence. One side is segregated or um vaccinated and one side's unvaccinated, which is basically segregation in that sense, and they're holding each other's hand through the fucking fence. And it's basically a response to the outbreak of the um the new variant. I guess Ligma wasn't as powerful. But it was scary because I was looking at it, I'm like, dude. When is enough enough? Like, when do people draw the line? Because there's people that are like, yeah, being forced to wear that mask is okay. Yeah, being forced to wear it inside your house is okay. Oh, being forced to be vaccinated is okay. To the point they're like, you know what? I don't need to speak to you, even if you're my family, if you're not vaccinated. When do you say that, like, you have Stockholm Syndrome? Like, is it going to take people being chained off from you for you to wake up or are you going to be okay with that too? I'm starting to wonder if people actually believe this shit because I know people that are truly terrified of like me, you know, I've got a family member that wants to talk to me, but he refuses to be around me because I'm not fully vaxxed. And to me, that is crazy. That is the most insane mindset, especially because we're talking about a virus that what, what's the percent? It's like 98%, right? It's somewhere around there. It's, it's, your chances of dying from this thing are basically rare. Unless, of course, you're like me, fatty, and, you know. (laughs) But I survived, you know. Yeah, we both did. Right, like, I'm an unhealthy person. Well, okay, I'm not, like, on the verge of death, but I'm not necessarily an athlete either. So, yeah, I kicked my ass, but I survived. Your grandfather survived. I know people that, like, had compromised immune systems that survived all of this over a virus that's like 98% survival rate or it's somewhere around I know it's like 98, 99 or something like that but the point I'm making is is people are acting like this over a virus that's not as deadly as the flu or other things in fact you can't even say follow the science anymore because it's been proven that a lot of this shit was miscalculated They were counting deaths that weren't necessarily COVID-related as COVID deaths, so we don't even have the full truth. It just seems like there's got to be a point where people say enough is enough. I don't get where people are just like, 
that into this to where they believe everything that's being told to them to the point that they won't talk to family members. They won't be around people. They won't show them a passport. Like, this is insane. We're going backwards. Sorry, I'm just going on a fucking rant. No, you're Omicron coming out. And we're finding out that it's even less deadly than even the Delta variant, which was less deadly than the original coronavirus. People right. are oh, we can't get it. It's like you got to stop babying people. Like you're going to get sick. You're not going to, as long as you don't die, then you're fine. Just everybody gets sick. Well, we've said it before, you and I both, like it was after a while, it was no longer a question of if, it was just a matter of when. And when you were going to be ready, because at this point, dude, I know more people that got it than people that didn't. I think I only know like actually four people that didn't get it. And I know a lot of fucking people. Everyone around me has pretty much got it. Everyone around me survived, except for two people, but I didn't know them very well. You know, they were people that I knew in my lifetime that I had heard died. But that being said, we are learning that it's not as deadly as they say it is. Like, here's the thing. People got to realize, though, that different they're getting different results from different places. So CNN and Fox News are very guilty of saying that these things are deadly. But then it's coming out from even like the CDC, which I still don't fully trust, but even they're saying it's not as deadly as it was being reported, especially in children, it's not as deadly. And this is what I find ironic. I'm going to sound like Alex Jones for a minute, but isn't it interesting that a new variant comes out right as they're talking about making children take the shot. And then they report that it's 10 times deadlier than Delta was. And now the kids are going to have to get the shot. It just seems so weird. The timing is so odd to me because they were just talking about it. Same thing with the whole vaccine passport. They were just talking about it. Even Biden said that under his presidency, he would not mandate it. And we're here now. So... It just seems like I don't I don't think people really are stopping to see how crazy they sound. Even anti-vaxxers, even people that like refuse to get vaccinated, I think they need to take a minute, stop and look at what they're saying and what's going on around them. I'm not saying you shouldn't get vaxxed. I'm saying that if I don't have to, I'm not going to. I was forced into doing the first two because they dangled my livelihood in front of me. So now that I'm told that it's not a mandate, I'm most likely not going to get that booster. I don't think I need it. You know, I've had COVID before when I was doing just fine because after you and I caught it, I was around dozens of people that ended up getting it. And I didn't know they had it until they were disappearing and shit. But I still didn't get it. I was like, wow, okay. And then, you know, when I was getting those vaccines, I was getting sick. The second time it gave me a fucking cold, man. I was so pissed off. I was sick for a week. I got better for one week, and then I got sick again. I was so fucking livid. I was like, man, there's something wrong with my body. And now I've got headaches and shit. Like, today I was all nauseous. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me? But it could be, and I'm going to be honest, it could be that I'm not eating very much. Today, I had a breakfast burrito, and then I had a quesadilla. Oh, and for lunch, or for dinner, I had, like, some Chinese food, but I'm not eating as much as I normally do. So my body could be reacting differently to that. And I'll be honest about this. I'm not drinking a lot of water. Like I should, I'm drinking way too much pot. It's I'm trying to baby a habit, but anyway, it's like you were saying, 
We got to stop being baby. We got to stop babying people. In fact, this whole mask thing is pretty fucked up because we both know it doesn't fully protect you. And you're kind of fucking with your oxygen, especially the whole stay inside thing. You need to be out in the sunlight. You need immunity. Mm. Sorry. I had to take a minute to get a sip of the tears of nature. But, yeah, I'm not saying don't get vaccinated or anything like that. If people want to, that's cool. I don't think people are dumb for getting vaccinated. I really don't. I just think people are crazy for believing the tyranny that comes with it. Yeah, it's a... Like someone on the radio today, there's a show right after ours was talking about how, um, and it is a, it, it's a extreme example, but someone was talking and said that like, oh, I'll never bow to tyranny or ever. And, and he was saying, yeah, but remember that the Nazi, the, the, the prison guard at, um, the, at the prison guards at, the concentration camps in Germany were just like us. They weren't horribly evil, nasty humans. They were. They were just being told what to do. They were being told what to do, and they were being told like, if you don't do this, your your family's gonna die. We're gonna kill your family. Your family's gonna starve. Right. That's exact. I mean, it is extreme, but it's kind of true because the thing is, is a lot of these people that are this crazy. I don't think they realize what they're saying is crazy. Like, I don't think that I don't necessarily think that they're crazy because I know a lot of people that are like this that are actually good people. They've got good hearts and good intentions. They're not trying to be as evil as I'm saying that they're being, but I don't think that they realize how stupid they sound or how crazy they sound. So, you know, like it's like I said earlier, I don't understand that mindset of I can't be associated with you because you're not vaxxed. I refuse to be in the same room as you. That's crazy. I don't think that they mean any ill intention. It's definitely for their protection, obviously, because let's be honest, if you're in a room like, um, did you ever see that 90s movie Outbreak with Dustin Hoffman about the monkey that gives everybody like a an Ebola type of virus and anyone that catches it dies? No, I don't. I didn't see that. Okay, well, like, it's basically... Um, Isn't how freaking, um... What is it? The zombie movie, 28 Days Later, starts? That's pretty much how 28 Days Later starts. Yes, it's exactly how it starts. Like, in 28 Days Later, it's a group of activists that don't want the monkeys to be tested on or whatever in some lab, so they let them go even after the scientist that's present is like, don't one of them is infected. And they're like, not buying a shit. And he's like, it's infected with rage, dude. We don't know what's wrong with it. They let this thing out. It clearly is infected. It kills everybody in the room. And then bam, outbreak starts. That's kind of how outbreak is too. There's a monkey that gives these people this fucking virus, but it's the, it's Ebola based. So it's more like you get like a really bad flu and then you die. But the point I'm getting at is if you were in a room where somebody had that and they were dying, you're probably going to be afraid of people in the future if you survive that instance. So, like, I get where they're coming from, where they're scared, but I just don't understand where they're not like, maybe I should stop to think about how I'm treating people. Because, again, these are people that are like, you know, I just care about everybody and I want to do my part and get my vaccine. But you can't say that when you're also saying no it's cool segregate those fuckers 
that's not cool. Like, if you really care about people, you'll pretty much understand where they're coming from, too. Because I do get where people are scared of not being vaccinated. I do understand why they're afraid to be in a population without a mask. Like, I get all that, but I still think it's a little crazy, too. And like I said, I, I'm not going to lie. I make fun of people that wear the masks, but if that's what you want to do, cool. Just don't expect me to wear it and don't be like, oh, no, it's totally cool if you get removed from your home by the government. Yeah, exactly. God damn, there's so much weird shit going on, dude. Like, we got to talk about them Cuomos, dude. I'm sure you've heard. Oh, for sure. It was like fucking top, top news, dude. Like, I was getting a, a brand new car the night that I read about it, which isn't brand new, by the way, but to me, it's new. But anyway, I'm at the dealership and I'm just like killing time waiting for the bank and all that stuff. And first thing that pops up is goodbye Cuomo and all this. And I was like, oh, no, what did Andrew do now? But it's Chris. So I read yes. on it and I was like, yeah, I figured. Imagine you're freaking the Cuomo's parents. Six months ago, you're bragging to everybody. Yeah. I have a I have a governor of the second largest state uh, the third largest state in the country and we have the lead anchor on the the biggest um news network in the planet. Right, and they're both shady as fuck basically. 6 months later, they've both been fired from their jobs. <laughs> right, and not to mention the evidence that's stacked against them. It doesn't look good. It definitely points that there's something going on. So that would suck, dude, to be the parents. You're like, fuck. I'd be shitting myself if I were the parents because I wonder if the parents are in on some shit. They had to have been. I mean, you know, if you got two rich kids, chances are they came from a very well um, family of means. Or they made good in this world, you know, doing what they do, and they're taking care of their family naturally somewhere along the road, they're going to tell their sons, if you're doing something stupid, cover it up. Well, that could lead to them too. I'd be fucking terrified if I was related to them. I'd be like, shit, shit. They're going to look at my text messages. <laughs> like that's pretty much how this dude got blasted. The way he did was, well, first off, he shouldn't have been doing that. Like, obviously it's his brother and he's going to fight for him, but that yeah, wasn't that's... fighting for him. The thing is, is like I don't blame him for doing it. I mean, if it was my brother who is the governor, and I had a bunch of options, and I didn't take advantage of him, then I'd have been disgrace disgracing myself. But Cuomo should have taken a leave of absence while he helped his brother. Right, he tried to he live a double life. Anchor, then came back after he's done helping his brother. Right, and that's what that's where it's kind of like. Uh, how did it's basically like you idiot how did you not think of that like i would have done the same thing but to the extent that he did it and then just to go to work and lie to people about it i i mean i would have known i was going to get fired if i were him i'm sure he knew that something was going to happen especially when they said he was suspended that just means that we're going to fire you eventually i honestly would have just yeah i'd have left the job and i would have went and fought for my brother but i'm assuming he knew his brother was a piece of shit at some point. I mean, okay, I guess not really a piece of shit, but he's he was doing shitty things. Yeah. Matter matter of fact, dude, I saw this shirt I really want. It's a uh, so it's Cuomo, and he's doing like the you know he's got his thumbs up and it says um, 
killing grannies and grabbing fannies. <laughs> it's kind of fucked up, but like, I kind of want that shirt. But I'm afraid now. I'm like, no, I probably shouldn't wear it because people are gonna get all pissed off. But way to go for CNN to actually get rid of his ass. Did you see his yeah. apology? No, I, I elected to purposely not waste my time with that. Dude, it was funny because there's like totally a lack of empathy. Like, you could tell he's like, I don't give a fuck. Because the way he worded it was very simple. It was like, I'm disappointed this went down this way, and it is what it is, but hey, thanks for everybody that supported me. He doesn't say sorry for anything. The thing is, if I was him, I wouldn't be sorry either. I'd be like, yo, that's my brother. It's my job to protect family first, and if I lost my job because of it, then because I made a mistake, oh, well, I'd rather defend my brother than have this cushy job. Right. Well, and the thing is, too, is I gotta give him some sort of props because I hate when they do apologize even when it's alleged I mean his isn't alleged there's definitely proof that he was doing something but I kind of like when they don't apologize at least he had the nerve to be like no I'm not apologizing because a lot of them do and that's where I start to lose respect for him because I'm like damn dude you just lost your job anyway or you know you're gonna lose it or you know something's gonna happen where you you're gonna get treated like shit and you're going to get blackballed, why would you want to apologize anyway? You're going to get massacred. Like, I have some sort of respect for them when they're like, no, I'm not apologizing, even when they are wrong. It just shows me, like, hey, they don't give a, they don't fucking care. They believe, they're sticking by what they believe. That's why I have respect for, like, Adam Carolla and Bill Burr and a lot of those guys that people always go after. Dave Chappelle, same thing. I may not agree with a lot of what they say, and I may not even like them as people, but I kind of like that they stood up. I'll have more respect for you as a celebrity if you stand up and just say, I'm I'm not apologizing for anything. I just want one of them to be like, can you, um, you know, like maybe he's given a speech or maybe he's being interviewed. I just want them to at one point say like, hey, uh, can you do me a favor? Let all the people that are upset with me know that I said to very much please kiss my ass. And say it very sincerely too, just to be a dick. I hate this whole cancel culture thing, man. Drives me nuts. But, you know, speaking of um, other freaky shit, I thought we'd bring this up, too. I don't remember her name, so I came unprepared for this, but the tennis player that disappeared, or or, quote-unquote, I'm okay, I'm fine. You heard about that, too. Tennis player, yeah. Dude, that shit's crazy. You know she's missing. Like, that's not... That's kind of like a given because we know how they are over there. Like, they're fucking evil as shit. And I'm not trying to, like, victim blame her, but she should have known better about coming out over there. Like, that is fucking... That's scary, man. But, you know, I got to give the the league props, though, because they pulled out. Did you hear about that part? They were like, we're not going to do... I like that because, you know, NBA and all them don't give a fuck. They want money, and they're like, you know, we don't care. And it pisses me off because then you got all these players like LeBron James and them telling you how shitty you are of a person, yet they're supporting a fucking company that's like, yeah, we'll totally be in business with a government that tortures people and shit. It's so, like, it's pathetic in a sense. It's like, oh, that's fucking ridiculous. So I got to give that tennis league some props for being like, you know what? We meant what we said. We're pulling out. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. I mean, I I love it. I'm just like, you know, I don't give a shit about tennis, obviously, dude. I don't even know who she is until I read those headlines. 
but reading that whole letter that she supposedly gave out, I could tell right away. I'm like, this isn't her that's writing it. It's fucking crazy. Definitely felt like a ransom note, to be honest. Yeah, it was just, you could tell they were like, hey, make something quick that sounds convincing. But it's not, especially because if, you know, people know her very well, they're probably like, that's not how she would say that if she was okay. It's so weird. It's so creepy. I highly doubt she's going to be alive when this is over with. But, I mean, who knows? I mean, maybe there's some form of government that'll get involved, but they're so fucking sketch, including our own government doesn't want anything to do with it. Because you can say what you want. Our government's very guilty for making deals with them, too. And I don't know why we're so scared of them. I think a lot of it is the fact that, you know, we get a lot of our shit from them. So, obviously, just like Disney and other places that make money, they don't want to lose that money. Because that's a big part of the market. So, I get that. I'm not saying that they're wrong, but they're definitely not right, either. I mean, if I got here's how I'll say it. I don't want to do business with a company that's, or a government that's corrupt like that. I don't want to do business with a place that like tortures people, tells their people what they can do, monitors them the way they do. I just don't want to do business with somebody that's a communist. Whether it's good money or not, that's just crazy to me. But again, a big part of the market. Yeah. Massive. Well, look at the numbers, too. I mean, I haven't, like, fully in-depth looked at them, but movies like um, some of those Fast and the Furious movies, those are uh, very, very big over there. Uh, It's probably, like, most of their paycheck, actually. They make more money there than they do here in a lot of cases. So I can see where a studio is like, you know, obviously this is our big audience. But to cater to them because they make these demands and shit's a little crazy to me or changing shit up. I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen a film from China, but they definitely are anti-American. Oh, yeah. Crazy shit. Like, I've seen a few that people told me to watch, and the message is, like, how evil America is. And I'm like, hold up. So they can do that, but we can't even make a Red Dawn movie about them? Like, isn't that some shit? At least Russia's like, whatever. (laughs) We're still better than you. Like, (laughs) Like, at least they don't give a fuck. I mean, I'm afraid of Russia, but... I'm more afraid of China, man. They're fucking China. They're scary as shit. I swear, dude. I'm, we're like in a fucking matrix of some sort. It's so freaking weird. But, you know, I talked to my dad about this stuff and he says, you know, I'm scared too because it seems like we're that much closer to losing our freedom. But the truth is, it's always been like this. It's just a big deal now because we have internet. And I think he's right because it's not like this is the first time anyone's ever heard of teachers brainwashing kids. It's always been like that. This is just a bigger deal now because of the fact that there's internet. And it's like Ben Shapiro says, the you know, liberals or the left, I guess more importantly, have taken over Hollywood. They've taken, they've taken over your TV. They've taken over your music. It's um, something they preach to people. People buy it, and then they're a part of the system. And it's, again, people like you and I are pretty much outnumbered when it comes to media and 
you know, the Board of Education and things like that. That's why right. we need more people to stand up and be like, no, we're not putting up with that crap. Like, the CRT thing is fucking insane to me. Have you been watching those videos, like, mothers getting arrested and shit at school board meetings? Yeah, freaking Colorado's mom, the FBI came and raided her house. That shit is so crazy to me. Like, how does... Here's the thing, though. The FBI, I have nothing but respect for law enforcement. The FBI is shady. They've always been shady, dude. Like, I don't know if you know anything about the James Whitey Bolter case, but they played a big part in that. I don't trust the FBI at all. I probably shouldn't have said that because now I'm going to get raided. But this idea that they were labeling parents as domestic terrorists and then going and raiding them, that should frighten some people because yeah, there's a message that's very clear. You know, they're coming for our kids. Yeah, that's the attorney general. Of this, um, attorney general of, of the United States. He's just salty. He's not on the Supreme Court. Well, that, and let's be honest, they probably pay, play a role in like saying, hey, we want your kids to learn about this stuff. And a lot of teachers aren't even hiding it anymore, man. I'm watching these videos of parents get arrested and shit. And these teachers are straight up like, no, we're going to teach your kids this. And there's nothing you can do about it. And that's frightening. Did you see that video of the t- the board member the principal was a principal they had a board meeting and the they asked the police to remove the parent the parent was going but the parent was like running his mouth you know naturally obviously and at one point the principal fucks up and the mic is on while he says fuck you to the parent it was probably the most insane thing i've ever seen in my life i was like damn like they don't give a fuck dude they're it's weird because i say this in every episode whenever we talk about politics they're not hiding anymore they're straight up when they tell you they're coming for your kids, that they want you gone. Like they're a hundred percent straight up about it. It's kind of scary though. They used to hide a lot. Like if you look at movies and shit in the past, dude, there's a lot of like communist and like gay and all like symbols and shit or analogies. But now it's like straight up. Like can't have one movie with, um, damn, I'm all over the place, but, I got to be honest, we got to talk about this because this is getting into what I was saying. Uh, it seems like we can't have a movie with like a white person in it in some sort of positive light. Like, I don't know how this sounds to you when I say it, but doesn't it seem like white people just can't, aren't allowed in movies anymore, basically? Like, it's almost like a, there has to be a, a diverse cast just because. That's what I mean to say. It seems like there has to be a person of every culture just because. No rhyme or reason, no, has nothing to do with how good they are and everything to do with the color of their skin. This is how it seems, you know? I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of, it's one of those things, like, people get upset like this. There's only, like, one out of ten black people in my movie, in that movie. Well, do it's world it's rural Kansas. There's only one black person in the whole state. Well, right, and not to mention some movies the roles are meant for white people or, you know, a straight person or whatever. I don't care if a person of color is in a movie, I don't care if they're gay. Really what I want to know is does it do they serve a purpose? You know, are they a good actor? Like 
Will Smith. I don't like him because I don't like him as a person, but he is a good actor. It makes very much sense that he's an I Am Legend. I mean, in the book, the guy was white, but, I mean, let's be honest, Will Smith or Tom Cruise. I like them both, but, I mean, let me rephrase that. I hate them both as people, but I like them both in terms of acting. But Tom Cruise is not a good actor. Like, I'll say it. He's a shitty actor. I still enjoy his work. Will Smith, though, is a good actor. That would make sense to me if he were put in that role. But if you made a movie where there had to be a black guy, there had to be a Filipino guy, there had to be a gay guy, there had to be a lesbian chick, all just for the sake of just because, it gets irritating because you're like, dude, I just want to know if they can play the role good. Like the new Scream movie, that was like the biggest deal. It's like, well, we want to be diverse. I'm like, dude, stop being diverse just to be diverse. Can she play the role good? Is she a good actress? Is he a good actor? Why does it have to be about sex and color? That shit is so annoying to me. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I just right. want to know if they're going to... Am I going to buy it? Am I going to go into this movie and be like, I totally I believe it? You know what I mean? Like, uh, Don Cheadle, I don't like him because I think he's a terrible actor. But again, if you had like Denzel in a movie, I could buy it. He's a good actor. I wouldn't even question it. But when you're telling me we have to have all this shit just because, it's so annoying. It's like we talked about with Halloween Kills. I loved Big John and Little John. They were the gay guys. I loved that their sex wasn't their identity. I loved that they were funny as hell, that you believed they were a couple. You know what I mean? Like, that was cool. But there's, it just seems like we can't have anything that would make sense. It always has to be to appease a crowd. Right. It's like that in music too. Like you remember the whole Mariah Carey or not Mariah? Um, somebody got pissed off about Adele winning something. I think it was Mariah Carey or no, it was the the other one, um, Beyonce. She got pissed about Adele winning, and like uh, somebody somewhere was like, "Well, the reason she won has nothing to do with her skin color. It's because your music sucks and hers was good. Yeah, Record um... sales don't lie." <laughs> And it's the truth. I'm like, no, nah, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. I don't care for either. I think Adele is terrible. I think Beyonce is a piece of shit. But clearly, people bought more of this than they did that. Oh, dude. Like I said, we're in the fucking Matrix. I'm about to take the red pill. I don't listen to um a lot of that kind of music, but... Yeah, me either. Adele is... Next level ridiculous. Well, the thing is, is they both have, well, I think Adele does, because I've heard some of her stuff. She does have a good singing voice, so I'll give her that. But, like, yeah, I'm like, you. I don't, so I don't listen to new music. I don't listen to any new music, man. It's, it's just that I got so used to the shit I grew up with that I'm like, I stick to it, you know? But when I do listen to it, I pay attention to certain things. So, like, um... Uh, for example, when Chanel took me to that concert, she wanted to see this uh, band that was playing. They were called the Band Camino. I never heard of them before. I was listening to their music. I like some of it, but I guess you can call me that that old guy. I really don't like synthesizers and like the electronic sound. I like guitar and drums. You know what I'm saying? I like something that takes skill. I, mean, I don't. Really- yeah, like I like that real talent. I don't like that the computer did it for you, and I don't like the DJ in a rock song. Like I just that's 
when I think of rock, I don't think of that. So for me, that's hard to follow. But then again, I do like that coffee house shit, like Coldplay. You know, I don't mind Coldplay. I like Coldplay, but I don't really care for Imagine Dragons, even though they're kind of the same thing. It's just one has more talent in the sense of they can play a musical instrument. The other one just uses electronic sounds. If I want to listen to that, I'll listen to techno. That's where I'm very different with music, so that's why I just don't pay attention to it. Because you could ask me, like, hey, man, did you hear that new fucking Lil something? And I'm like, I don't even know who the fuck that is. If you put me in a room with somebody from, like, today, like, if you put me in a room with a 21-year-old and he's trying to talk to me about music, I'm going to look at him and be like, dude, who in the blue hell is Lil Nas X? I don't know who the fuck that is. (laughs) Like, I just fucking don't know, dude. You have to explain it to me. Oh, did you hear about? Did you hear what happened with um, Chad Kroger, the dude who's the lead singer of Nickelback? No, what happened? I, I'm not gonna lie, I like Nickelback, so let me hear this. What happened? Dude, he was trying. He wanted to. Um, he's like he loves. He really likes like nativity scenes and stuff, and he really likes nativity plays. Yeah. And so he tried out for all these roles. He tried out to be Joseph. He tried to be. Um, he tried to be. A shepherd boy. He tried to be an angel. He even tried to be the like the guys with frankincense and burr. And they told him that all he could be is a sheep. And he asked, he's like, "Well, why couldn't I do it?" And they told him he just wasn't cut out to be a wise man. <laughs> Stupid! I fell for that, dude. The second you said it too, I started seeing it in my head. Oh, man, I was a wise man, dude. I like Nickelback though. Like it. It's because, again, it's a 90s thing. Like, that's just what I grew up with. But they sound exactly the same. Like, you know how there's people out there that bitch about artists that sell out for generations? Like, oh, they sold out for millennials. They sold out for Gen Z. Well, if you want a band that doesn't sell out, Nickelback, because they sound the fucking same. Like, they never change, dude. Every song sounds the same. They're like Linkin Park. I love Linkin Park, but, dude, it all sounds the same. It's never changed. So if that's what you're looking for, Nickelback is definitely it. <laughs> I don't mind them though, you know, like I think some bands or some artists get bad get a bad rap. Like uh what's another one that everybody hates? Um well, I guess not a lot of people like hate it like I'm about to say they do, but it's kind of like a, the end thing to hate it. So um ACDC, it's kind of the end thing to hate ACDC or to hate Kiss. I like them both. Wanna rock and roll all oh, night. Nah. That's my shit, dude. Like, I don't like Gene Simmons anymore, but... Did I send I like... you that DJ Cumberbund video? No, I don't think you oh, did. I'm sending it to you so you can listen to this. It's oh. so good. It's a mix of... Um, I want to rock... It's called Rock and Roll Until a Reasonable Hour. Oh, and fuck. And it pretty much turned um, I Want to Rock and Roll All Night to like a almost like a ballad. Oh, okay. What in the hell? What's going on with my phone? Jay Cumberbund. Rock to a reasonable hour. Man, that fucking video you sent me of that goddamn raccoon, dude. (laughs) 
I was like, oh, oh, I started screaming with the dudes in the video, dude. I was like, I didn't see that shit coming. <laughs> One of the funniest videos, it's not really funny, it's more cute, but it's kind of adorable, that I've seen this week is a, um, it's a French bulldog with an iPhone up to his ear. And he's got like a British accent or whatever. And he's like, um, hello, I believe that I ordered a delivery of hugs and, or uh, love and affection. Where the fuck is it? Like... <laughs> It was cute and it was kind of funny, but it was stupid. I'm one of those people, man, that I follow pages that have like people putting their stupid dogs up, and that's one of them, dude. Like I follow that page; it's full of French bulldogs and shit. I don't know yeah. why I just want. Yeah, that song that I was talking about, "Rock and Roll Till a Reasonable Hour," is Kiss, Lionel Richie, and the Commodores. Oh God damn it! Is that one you? <laughs> Only you like those mixes because you listen to that Crazy Train song. I know you do. Train is so good. That fucking crazy train and what is it? It's a giant mix. It's cra it's cra it's um crazy train and September by Earth Wind and Fire. Oh no. <laughs> I mean, hey, if it works, because I've heard some pretty good mixes, you know, they mix shit up and it sounds kind of weird, but you're like, oh I can I can definitely rock to this. Yeah, you gotta you gotta listen to that um, rock and roll to a reasonable hour. I'm about to check it out. It's on YouTube, I assume, right? It is on YouTube. Yeah, you just look up DJ Cumberbund rock to a reasonable hour. DJ Cumberbund, where you at? And the <laughs> first, the thing is, hey. Lionel. Kiss with um, black kiss makeup on. <laughs> Jesus, let's see if I can find this. DJ Cumberland. Rock and roll to a reasonable hour. hour. I think I found it. Let's see. Order up. God damn it. I hate ads so much, dude. <laughs> Fucking YouTube. I remember when they didn't have ads. That's how old I am. I remember you had to, like, hook up your fucking camcorder to upload a video. What the fuck? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Drive <me> crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? It sounds all romantic. Yeah, it's so good. It's wild, it drives you crazy. <laughs> you people shout it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so good. Austin's listening to it on his way to work. And they're like, what the fuck are you listening to? It's great, man. It's great. Some dudes are um I was listening to the crate I was listening to Crazy Train 
And some guy goes, those are the right lyrics, but something's wrong. <laughs> He's like, what is this? I don't understand. There's something that's wrong with this track. I think I downloaded the wrong fucking crazy train. He well, lime-wired it. The dude, one of the dudes at work's like, there's something wrong with this song. It's like, yeah? He goes, I dig it, but there's something wrong. <laughs> He's like, I swear that it's not the right one. There's something wrong with this track. Dude. Oh, that's actually kind of a good prank to play on people. Yeah, start playing this. Oh, or, there's uh, a... The monster one. So freaking hilarious. Oh my god, because of you, Olivia will run around singing it. She's like, the monster wop. I'm like, what'd you say? <laughs> I, I gotta so get much. on her. <laughs> oh shit, you know what, dude? I gotta tell you a funny ass story, actually. I was kind of hesitant about telling it because it involves my mother's parenting skills, so I'm hoping she's not listening. If she does, it, this is really just out of love. It's not to be an asshole. But my uh, one of my brothers reached out to me recently, and we've been talking, and we don't really get along much. But you know, we've acknowledged the fact that we don't get along, and that we should probably at least try because life is short, and you know, we're brothers. We shouldn't be like distant, you know. So we're trying to make things work, and we're talking. And right now, he's out traveling, and you know, he's in San Francisco. Well, anyway, he's out there, and he's, like, going down memory lane, because that's where we went one year for a vacation. And he's sending me videos and pictures, like, hey, you remember this incident at this place? And, like, you know, he's he's enjoying himself. Well, anyway, he sends me a picture today, and he's like, bro, do you remember this? And it was a fucking rock. Like, it was a sightseeing rock that's across from the Golden Gate Bridge, near, very close to an island called Sausalito. And he's like, do you remember when mom got on my ass about getting on the rock? Because my brother, dude, he just like straight climbed up on this rock and there's no barrier. If you fall down this hill, you're going to die. He's like, do you remember when mom got on me? Because I got up and I got on the top and she's like, whoa, whoa, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Like, she, she got so bad, but we were laughing so hard because of the fact that our mom was cussing at us because it was kind of like, it was kind of funny. You knew she was mad. And then he was like, dude, you know what else I remember? When mom would get so mad at us for spending our fun money that dad gave us on food because we wouldn't go out to eat. The reason why is my mom then wanted to save money on the, you know, on the vacation. So we weren't going out to eat all the time. We were eating at the hotel. We would right. eat PB&Js for lunch and shit. And he was like, dude, you remember when we went to Alcatraz and we had fucking cookies and chips for lunch? Like, how the fuck are we supposed to survive on that? <laughs> oh, shit was so funny dude because the text messages he was sending me they were like pissed off emojis He's like dude the fuck like, it, was, it was so funny to me I was like I remember that we had chips cookies and a paper cup of water because <laughs> it was the cheapest thing there scooping freaking <laughs> cups of water at the canal dude he was so bad he's like that shit pissed me off and he was like then she wonders why I was going out and spending money and she'd get mad on me and that's all I do now is spend money on food <laughs> and I was laughing I was like yeah I get that he's like I'm just saying dude like the best part about sightseeing is going to all the restaurants but he was also like acknowledging the fact like hey you know we didn't have a lot of money growing up the only right. reason we could do those vacations was because of how frugal they were with money yes it sucked but that was why we did them is because we didn't go to restaurants and do all that crazy shit, you know, but 
it's kind of like that show everybody hates chris you remember that show everybody hates chris and the teacher's super racist do that but do you remember the fucking episode where they're in the car and he's like dad i want a burger and he looks at him like fuck you got burger money you know what all right we'll get you a burger and he's like looking at each kid he's like all right you get the burger you get the fries chris you get the drink and it cuts out and he's like what time i only got the ice <laughs> maybe you laugh because that's kind of how it was growing up we like shared appetizers and shit but it was so they could save money for us to do fun shit you know what i mean yeah, that show is so underrated when freaking Chris is sitting there and he's got it and everybody's got to do a project on their dad. And she goes, Chris, you could do it about your mom if you want. I know you don't have a dad. <laughs> I, forgot about, I forgot about that. That's just hilarious. I know you don't got a dad. Oh, dude, I loved that show. I think it was only on for like a couple of years, right? I think so. It didn't last very long, but it was it was enjoyable. I mean, shit, man. I remember watching it after Monday Night Raw, so I very much enjoyed it. But shit, man, we've unfortunately hit the dead end. Um, fuck, I had fun. I mean, despite my conspiracy theorist rants. Um, otherwise, folks, thanks again for taking an hour out of your time to listen to us. Rant and rave about politics, movies, you know, and initially Austin and I like to talk about our personal lives on here because that's just how we do it. We like to do these as if it was just me and him having a conversation. So we're glad it entertains you in some way. And to those of you that have been paying attention to the early release episodes for Rumble, thank you, because believe it or not, we have found more listeners and viewers on Rumble than we have other stuff. So that's actually, it's an experiment that's working out very well. So for those of you guys paying attention and listening, we do thank you. If you want more of this, you can definitely check out our backlog of every single episode we've done at thegreatgirthpodcast.com. Pay attention to the web page. Or I'm sorry, pay attention to the Facebook page as well as the Facebook group. We post updates all the time. And there are going to be updates on there all the time about the early release episodes on Rumble. And you could also find these episodes on our Facebook page now. Facebook has allowed me to upload them, so I'm going to, but rule of thumb here, those won't come out until the day after the episode comes out. It kind of takes a while for me to put it all together, so if you're the person that likes to listen to our shit on Spotify, Anchor, or greatgirthpodcast.com, you'll still get those Monday and Friday, but if you like to watch these, you won't be able to do that until Tuesday and Saturday on Facebook. But if you're impatient, then pay attention to those messages and you will see when they drop a day before on Rumble. Otherwise, I am your co-host, Tony, here with my other half, Austin. Austin, sir, it has been fun. I will see you on Friday. And everybody listen, remember that the party's just begun. We'll let you in. As you drive, you swallow, we'll drive you crazy. <laughs> A reasonable hour. <laughs> I'll see you later, man. Thanks, guys. <laughs>